Dude, 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 this song closed. We gotta change it. Time for a zero check. Oh no, that's even worse. I couldn't cut was Temporal poisoning. Delightful. Alright, what what is this? Episode season five, episode three? Correct. Yeah. Nice. That was a guess. Woo. Indeed. Welcome, faithful listeners. As Richard just said, is season five, episode three of the Zero Check. After a bit of a hiatus, we are back with four fantastical albums for you on this fantastic episode. We have Psychic Warfare by Clutch, Aquarium by Aqua, I Believe I'm Going Down by Kurt Vile, and last but not least, Transmission by the Tea Party. Gentlemen, who wants to start things off this recording? I'll do it, damn it. Woo! All right, Tea Party. <laughs> All right, I, as my album, chose Transmission by the Tea Party. Um, I, th- I don't know. I think it's their third album, something like that. Sure yeah, the third major one anyway. Um, and it uh, it came out in 1997, uh, a wonderful year for me being in high school. <laughs> and um, this album got just tons of play on Canadian radio and on much music. And there were there was a certain amount of time, a certain period of time where you, you couldn't escape it. Um, but all the same, I've, I always, like, I really like this album. I've been listening to it for years and I think it's fantastic. Um, the Tea Party is a, it's as, as a Canadian band who, um, who has kind of, a an Eastern sound to it, kind of like a, you know, Indian sort of inspired, um, melodies and such. Uh, to their music and uh, along with you know kind of a hard rock edge and I, I think it melds pretty well I was going to say when you were talking about uh, it getting a ton of radio play and much music play in 97 must have been a slow year for CanCon hey <laughs> Oof. Hey-o. Oof. no I, I'm, I'm, I'm razzing I, I, I liked it and I do like the tea party but, and this is my butt. Um, is this your butt? I, yeah, this is my butt. Hey, you, my said, butt. you said butt. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say, I don't like it as much as uh, their previous album, Edges of Twilight. That's really all I can say about it, because it's a decent album. Uh, but I don't feel like it has the timelessness that Edges of Twilight has. It feels more like a 1997 album, whereas Edges of Twilight feels like an anytime album. Well, maybe not the 40s, but uh, it'd be pretty out of place there. Hello, um, my baby. Yeah. <laughs> the Tea Party's long forgotten big band experiment. Yeah. <laughs> the swing moment. Um, that, would also fit ni- that would also fit 1997. Yes, it was. Yeah. I was just, just going to say, that's, that's the worst I can say about Transmission. 
It's not my favorite Tea Party album, but it's still a pretty decent album. It was a lot more Eastern than I expected. My my memory of this album is the narrative was very much like the Tea Party is going electronica. And the singles even had very little of their typical Eastern influence. So my impression going in was like the Eastern influence was all gone. And it was like, all right, here's Nine Inch Nails-esque Tea Party. But no, that was not the case Nine Inch at Nails, all. Nine Inch Nails sounding like it's being sung by uh, um, Jim Jim Morrison. Morrison. Jim Morrison, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Although I think it's the keyboard ending on the title track that really reminded me of Perfect Drug, like the piano outro oh. of Perfect Drug. I was like, I've heard this before. I couldn't tell you which came out first. Uh, I think Perfect Drug was first. Yeah. Because Perfect Drug was Lost Highway, which I think was 96, maybe? I don't know. They were very hit machine, isn't it? Oh, no, it's a single. Yeah, it's a movie soundtrack song. Yeah. Yeah, Lost Highway soundtrack. That and I by the Smashing Pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So, I, oh, go ahead. You, Mike. I was just going to hop in and just say, yeah, I I don't like the Tea Party, nice. and <laughs> I say this um, in in just because I, I have memories going back to high school when we would make fun of the Tea Party, and I remember me and some of my buddies would be like making fun of the way that you know, temptation. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, you chose Aqua. <laughs> Oh yeah, love me some aqua. <laughs> but uh it just it, it's it, I just had I have trouble getting like feeling their sound. Um I, I had nothing against the album itself. It's just I can't go I can't listen to anything that they that they were playing without it going back to that first track and <laughs> just remembering all the memories I had with with how overplayed Temptation was on the radio also, it was like and me on, and Lincoln Park. Which, this is yeah, Temptation was like. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, for me, for me, the album is just more of a blah. Um, not, not, nothing's like I don't, I don't hate it per se. It's certainly not my, you know, the Who <laughs> in the situation here. But it's well, just it's because the, the Who are categorically terrible. <laughs> well, that is t that is to be discussed. <laughs> Actually, that I has mean, been discussed. Yes, it has. <laughs> They're bad. Um, yeah. So that that's they, my thought. That's my thoughts on molesting children. <laughs> Well, every band has to have their child molesting album. No, yeah. no, nobody. Every '70s band. I think we got better on that. Every That's 70s, why we don't listen to '70s, 70s bands. Band. <laughs> oh no, I can't think of many '70s bands that have those. Uh, it's those just, songs. It's just the I can't one. <laughs> it's the Who. Yeah, <laughs> they're bad. Oh my goodness. Um, no, but I mean, when I was listening, when I, I I turned on the album, and I mean, I chose this album having heard it. Probably dozens to hundreds of times in my life because I, this was one of my heavy rotation albums back in the day. But it had, I had probably hadn't listened to it for a good 10 years. Mm. Uh, and it, like, you know, Temptation is, is obviously the, the, the big overplayed song, but like Psychopomp, Gyroscope, Babylon, Emerald, like mm -hmm. they're all like just really solid songs. I really like that the album ends with something very quiet and very yeah. atmospheric in aftermath. Ironically, yeah. I think I probably would have liked it if it if they ditched the Middle Eastern stuff and just went pure electronic and atmospheric. So I feel it's like they're not trying... Yeah, but I feel like they're trying to do both and 
it's sort of it like it works the best when they fully commit to electronic i feel like when they're trying to do half and half on this like on babylon or yeah babylon and even transmission um Yeah. Like, it works the best when they're fully committed to electronic, I feel like. When they're trying to do half and half on this, I feel like. When they're trying to do both, it's sort of, it, like, it works the best when they fully commit to electronic. I feel like. When they're trying to do both, it's sort of
Yeah. I really noticed that when listening to having coming down, like the drums sound like they just mic'd a room and caught all the echo of everything. No, I actually, I actually really like that song. I like Triptych as an album. But, I've, been yeah, to, I've been listening to a lot of the Tea Party's later stuff after Transmission. I kind of, I don't know, got out of it. I, I, I liked what they did with the Edges of Twilight and when they started to go away from that. Uh, it didn't it didn't have the appeal for me as much. Sure, it's the same thing I feel about um, uh, Adora by the Smashing Pumpkins. Mm -hmm. Same way, okay. same way. A lot of people felt about the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> yeah, I know, but they moved. But it, it, it's funny because, like, I you know I, you know I love Melancholy and Infinite Sadness. I thought it was a great album. But mm. when they came out with I on the Lost Highway soundtrack, I thought it was really good. I really really liked it. And then they had um, uh, End is the Beginning is the End and Beginning is the End is the Beginning on the mm -hmm. Batman Forever soundtrack. Mm -hmm. I think that's the right Batman movie. Batman and Robin? It's one of those two. One of the bad yeah. Batmans. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I think it's Batman and Robin because I think Hold Me, Kill Me, Hold Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me, kill me Thrill Me, Kill Me, you know the one, the U2 song. Yeah. I think that's on Batman Forever. Songs. Yeah, it's a great song. I just absolutely butchered its title you also um, cannot oh sorry finish your story Steve. oh but so yeah so, so i i really liked the, those smashing pumpkin songs too and they kind of had a kind of a like end is the beginning of the end has has the electronic feel to it and beginning is the end is the beginning is the same damn song but it's like slow and sort of ethereal and i thought they were both really good so when it when uh, a door came out i was like i was like really looking forward to it i was like this could be great because what they've done so far i mean has since they've left since you know their, their drummer went bye-bye is uh has been really good but then that the album came out and i listened to it and i was just like this is not doing it for me i don't hear a single i'm an AR guy <laughs> you know that, that's how i felt about it and i was just like i was sad and that's kind of the same you know, when you're saying, oh, you didn't care for 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 transmission due to a, a change in styles because you thought what they did before was was just right. You know, it's yeah, I feel that. Now, mm -hmm. bringing up the Smashing Pumpkins comparison, I really liked it, both the Door and Machina. <laughs> I'm one of the one of the few. Yeah, I, I didn't mind Machina. I I, I preferred yeah. it to a Door. Yeah, me too. Some good stuff. I prefer to a door as well. What about a window? Anybody? Anybody? No? Okay. Out. <laughs> Get out. What? Is it by the this who? man. Uh, this thing on? <laughs> Boo this man. Badly. <laughs> it does kind of suck that at the end of the 90s, like a lot of the Canadian rock bands of the decade started to lose their identities. It's like Our Lady Peace was the most accessible one. I don't know what quality you would say moist. Moist is like the more aggressive one. Our mother you're you're right. Though. I mean, it's it, yes, you're you're right. But at the same time, it's just like it's every band does it. It's not not just Canadian true. rock bands. Like by Mercedes, Five and Dime, Moist had gone pretty lame. Mm -hmm. They had their their like it, it just it was not the same as 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 Creature or Silver. It, it just didn't it didn't hit as hard. We, um, pilots, we can sell more records. A Conline Crush had, you know, their lousy album. 
<laughs> after uh, W now. What was it called again? Oh god. Something about a river. I don't even care to remember. <laughs> I don't remember it's got a yellow <laughs> cover. Yeah. But I like, that that one is is definitely not great. Tea Tea Party definitely mm-hmm. I'd say after this one, even though I even though I like Triptych, I, I can feel the genericness slipping into it. You can feel the radio rock. It's not as yeah. bad as Our Lady Peace doing gravity. And Our Lady Peace is the worst. And that ha- yes. that started at happiness. Sorry, what right? was wrong with what was wrong with gravity? Uh, it's the ultimate sellout of a Canadian band. Oh, I love that. Um, album. It's also a good <laughs> tune, though. Gravity's no. a good song. No, I can't. I cannot acknowledge. I cannot sanction that buffoonery. As <laughs> like, Tommy Lee Jones would say, it was. It was much worse at Thief. I don't think I. Mm. La- I don't think I lasted till Thief. Thief was on the that's, previous. That's, album, happiness, right? that's happiness. That's happiness. fish you can catch. Yeah, I think I was off that. I was off the OLP train by happiness. Yeah, yeah I, I, I followed I that train all the way through. Spiritual Machines, they got better again. Oh, I love Spiritual Machines. That was that was a really uh that that's like their um, American idiot. They put out a new Spiritual Machines, eh? In the last couple of years, yeah, yeah I, I, I heard that. I, I haven't heard much of it, but I, I heard that they did it. Um, yeah, I did like One Man Army too. Sorry, I was what? on the train until the beginning of Happiness, and that yeah, that's like Happiness. One Man Army, one, one Man Army is, is actually a great song. Yes. Like, it it just is. It's a it's a really really good song, and and Our Lady Peace could do it back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, he, do you remember the video for Thief? They're like sitting on a bench in the rain, and it's like the camera spinning around, yeah. and they're just singing. Oh, I can see the thief that's living inside oh, of your head. Exactly, it's such schlock. Yeah, uh, and then somewhere out there. Oh, so spiritual machines 2 just came out last year 2022 yeah, that's right and that might be fun that might be fun to check out sometime honestly it might to see I what they're, what they're still doing do it up yeah. mike sorry do it up mike i, I i've already got one picked for next for next time when you guys are gonna, <laughs> you uh, say that just got that choice <laughs> there, there's yeah, always well, I don't know how many times I've had a choice when I came into an episode, and something we talked about just made me completely dis- discount it. Yeah, that might happen. <laughs> I'm lo- I got I got this this album up on my screen now, so that might happen. We might switch it up. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, so that, that's how that's how we all feel about the Tea Party people. Mm. And nineteen ninety seven. It's good year. Yes, it, it was a great year. Like, not a great year for music, but it was an okay year for music. There's no nineteen ninety. <laughs> Three or four or whatever, or even five. Like yeah. all of those are really, really, I mean, good, really good years. Yeah. I mean, ninety-seven gave us what? Gave us Hanson. Gave us uh, Jimmy Ray. Gave us, gave us Stopping <laughs> Young Lad City. Yeah. Jimmy Ray. <laughs> are you Jimmy Ray? <laughs> no. Nope. When did Who Prodigy was Prodigy ninety-six or ninety-seven? When was like the electronic micro boom? It, it was around then. It, it was yeah. it was around this time, and then there's also you know um, remember remember when Bush yeah. went electronic. Rick so, has stand so that was album since I since I met him, Richard. Which Richard one? has yeah. stand um, the Bush the Bush electronic album since I since I've met him. What what's that? Bush's electronic <laughs> album. You have sung the praises of that album since defend, I met defend you. Bush. Have I? Yeah. <laughs> they, I, I remember they, they, they put out um, Razorblade Suitcase. Yeah. 
I don't I don't remember liking any bush after or after Razorblade suitcase. I thought and you then, then like had, the remix was it, was it deconstructed? Not me. The oh, who, um who am I thinking of? I don't know. Yeah, they, like, Richard, just to throw uh, Craig off, your your pick should be the uh, <laughs> the Bush Electronic album. Uh, but I have so many things I'm already trying to decide between. I know, it's hard. It's a hard life, isn't it? Yeah, it's a hard knock life for us. It's been so long since we've recorded. It's true. All right, yeah, so we're I'm, moving on. Yeah, it's probably best to move on. We, we can we can talk about how bad '97 is a year for music. I mean, when did Limbistic start? Uh, ninety-seven actually. I think three dollar yeah, bill, I, y'all. Yeah, that's what I thought. That, yep. that, that that automatically makes it the worst year of music. Owning that album. So you guys want to change? <laughs> let's let's change the focus a little bit and do a little aqua. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. And you so... and you said transmission was <laughs> mockable. So aqua Barbie. Well, girl. A- aqua. The, the the thing about aqua is it's just fun. And, and, and it's, uh, what, what do they cl- categorize it as like Europop? It certainly is. Right. Yeah. Like Europop, they're a Danish Bubble band. Bubblegum Europop. Yeah. Um, they, they're famous for their, the, the biggest hit that they've ever had was Barbie, Barbie girl, which I guess had a lot of controversy with, uh, from Mattel and they were like suing them and all this stuff when that song came out. Um, so uh, the album that we um, are doing is Aquarium. It was their first um, big album that came out. And it came out in, I believe it was 99? Uh, 97. Hey! <laughs> We're still in 97. We sure are. <laughs> so Aquarium came out in 97. Um, and it's like, for me, it's, I I remember, um, my first exposure to this album, I was babysitting my cousins. Uh, so, you know, I was in high school at this time too, and I was babysitting my cousins over the summers while, while their mother worked. And, uh, and so I, um, they they had a nice big CD collection. And then one of the ones that I like to put on, uh, just to relax and sort of put on with, with the kids was, uh, was, was Aqua. And the, the little ones liked it, and uh, and I enjoyed the songs. You know, tunes like Doctor Jones, which Craig, I think was Craig my first on Doctor Jones since I met him. Empirically <laughs> best aqua song. I will hear no other <laughs> argument. It was it was the first MP3 file I've ever downloaded in my entire life. Aqua's Doctor Jones. <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys remember, you know, the back in the days when you know we would uh, archive our owned music through uh, a very legitimate, legitimate means. reputable means. Oh, yeah. I only ripped <laughs> albums I had. Right, um, <laughs> I did yeah. problems I had, <laughs> but yes, Doctor Jones was the first one that I uh, digitally archived into the MP3 format. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, what's the other one? Uh, Candyman is a fun one. Barbie Girl, yeah. My Oh My, like it's just got a lot of like just really fun 
dancey tracks to listen to um and even, girls is fun yeah yes. like just trying to figure out which album to pick like me and richard were going through like we were talking venga boys we were talking all of those sort of dance hits that came out in the late 90s no, and, if you're gonna go, go right for the top why would <laughs> why wouldn't you go right for the top and this venga is Boy, the top venga, venga boys has venga one boys song. yes I, I, there would be another one there's something about Oh God! What what is Venga Boys? Was there another? Was there an, another Venga vehicle that they had, or was it just the, bus? <laughs> the, the Venga plane, <laughs> the Venga oh, car? <laughs> it, the, the whole the whole album that that song is on is actually very fun and very listenable. Um, but Darude Sandstorm. What I would be curious to to hear Darude's other Darude stuff. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Incredible. Sandstorm is incredible. It's like a dance. It's an electronic classic. I want to hear what else Daru did. It's if hot garbage. Listen, you Sandstorm is a is a meme eternal. It is it fantastic. Is. So so what I think is cool about this album as well, just going back through you know all the stuff that we've done in the last two seasons, and even sort of skimming through some of the stuff you guys did prior to me uh, being able to grace you guys uh, uh, with with my very lacking knowledge. Um, is uh, you guys don't do a lot of like dance stuff. No, it's because dance stuff generally sucks ass. <laughs> so whether whether it sucks ass or not, I'm still curious as to your thoughts on 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 the album. So please, Aqua well, the other, Aquarium. The other problem with dance is that our dance artists have like two songs. Like there, yeah. are, there are very, very few dance albums that are not like compilations. Well, this one's got a whole bunch. Yeah, lots of compilations. Right. Yeah. Like Eurodance, this Eurodance, so like 93, 94 yeah. of this, um, you will not find like a, I don't know, actually Wigfield does have a full album and, but like, um, I don't know. Hadaway? The Rhythm of the Night. Hadaway has a full album. Um, but like the Corona, the Rhythm of the Night artist like they don't have a full who does mr vane oh i do not know mr vane's another good one (laughs) how do we do unlimited has a full album maybe (laughs) Maybe oh richard's got some secret dance collection he's going oh it's good he's 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 sad he's He's like i'm not here (laughs) can't tolerate this segment he's he's gonna come back out in spandex and start dancing Oh, he's got some sparkly shoes. Like, no, okay. <laughs> is, did he decide to make popcorn instead of talking? So I, I legitimately guys, have that a... was being a uh, little uh, bad kitty. Yeah. Cat. I have a tremendous soft spot for early '90s Euro dance, and so this album is right up. Or late my '90s Euro dance case, or maybe. late ni- or the like, very brief but still very notable <laughs> late '90s Euro dance revival. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost quite up my alley. You, you made it. a good point, Craig. That uh, it's very rare to have a full album from a dance artist. That uh, that's great, and and this is one of those ones where it's though everything is fun and has merit. It's not just I wouldn't. Well, I mean, some of the I'm not a big fan of the ballads. They're mm. a little be a man. I want yeah. dance, not 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 dancing. Be a man. <laughs> Yeah, um, I actually, I actually really enjoyed the album. <laughs> like, the, oh, the, there you go. This, it was full of earworms. I, I, every <laughs> time I listened to it, I couldn't get my oh my out of my head. My oh That's my. the most fronting you've ever done on an episode, Steve. I don't think yeah. you've swerved us as hard ever before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. We thought you were going to come in hard and, and hate it, hate it like the like, Steve. I style. really like it too. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I can't 
get that. St- I mean, I, I will never stop making fun of Aqua. I despise Barbie Girl. Yeah. It, it might be because it got it was so terribly overplayed. Oh um, I remember it playing at like high school dances, and everybody's screaming and running on the dance floor and stuff. Yeah, but like I said, my, I don't. I don't even know what it is about that song. But my oh my, like I, I listened to. I, I listened to. We had we had this in our laps for a long time. So I've listened to Aquarium probably a good dozen times. Yeah, and um, and I, every time I listen to it, that song just I cannot get it out of my head. <laughs> the first time I heard Heat of the Night, I sang along with it. So I've obviously heard it before. Uh, there you go. <laughs> but, but I, I'm like, how do I know this song? I don't even know, but I, I did. I like uh, can, can, the lollipop candy man. I knew that. Coming from Bounty Land. I love yeah, how I, that song keeps the early 90s Eurodance tradition of the like the hip hop male singer going unnecessarily hard. Yeah. <laughs> in the song. Like totally does not fit the tone. Like he sounds like he's about to threaten you to a fight. And this happy dance song, yeah, Amazing. it's 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 such a weird style of music. But this album was almost absurdly listenable. Another Yay. dance artist who has a good album, Scatman John. Oh, I'm not joking. Scatman John's album is fantastic. I don't think I know Scatman John. Is that the song Scatman? He's a Scatman. Yep. Lord. Yep. So um, Aqua's <laughs> album right after this, Aquarius, uh, had a couple of fun tracks on it too. I know, I know, we we didn't do that one, but uh, Cartoon Heroes from that track was one of my favorites. And then they chose that name for their album to be really confusing to all their fans. Yeah, and then I think they kind of vanished off the face of the earth. I think they put out something in the late, later sort of mid two thousands, and then oh twenty eleven, and then haven't seen from them since. New metal basically made happiness like it kicked happiness out of popular music for a while. <laughs> no happiness allowed. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to play anything. Happy I mean, on the radio. new metal. I think might be the worst genre of music ever. Like, there's there's an occasional new metal track that I enjoy. Example. Um, I'd be curious I, to answer I, that too. No, I was like, saying, I, I'd be very curious to Steve's answer to that too. Uh, what, tracks I like that are new metal. Yeah, even just one. Got the life by Corn. I hate that song. <laughs> I don't. I, I think it's all right. Um, or uh, let's see what else. There, there is a time and a place for break stuff by Limp Bizkit. I'll agree to that. Generally, when you want to break stuff. Yes, I don't like Got the Life because. I was listening to Corn before that, and got the life is my like sellout Corn song. Okay, what about what about it's Kid Rock? Craig. What about Kid Rock? Bob, absolutely terrible. Bottom tier. Kid Rock is awful. Is Kid yes. Rock oh, new come rock? On. But it's it's is it, he new metal? It's yeah, it's considered new metal. Oh yeah, I've never really considered Kid Rock new metal, I, and I feel like Lincoln Park came along too late. Limp Biscuit, Slipknot, Papa Roach. Yes, Papa Roach. Jesus Christ. For for such a terrible genre, we we bring it up a lot in this podcast. It's because, it's because we're scarred. Uh, yeah, we're broken inside. It's done damage to us, and we need to we need to exercise those demons <laughs> by listening to them a lot. Like and how much? Part of, oh, sorry, go ahead, Steve. I mean, how much Papa Roach? Like, can you listen to before you get brain damage? 
Cut my and life all into things, pieces. Yeah, they have all those things where they take last resort and they sing other lyrics to it, and it's always better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't know. I think Kid Rock's got a couple of good tracks. I like Kid no, Rock. I don't mind Kid no, Rock. No, Mike, you're not allowed to have that opinion. I, no. I, I don't like I don't like Kid Rock, the artist, but yeah, I, I agree. He's got a couple of fun tracks. There I don't go. think I like any Kid Rock tracks, but I also will not concede to him being new metal. Kid Rock is also like either. ultra Trumper, right? Like it's all ultra oh, yeah. Republican. I mean, he's obviously a giant redneck. Yeah, right. But he's but he's, he's also, also like super rich, and he's <laughs> you know, and and he and he's the the he's son of rich wide. parents too. Yeah, yeah, like no, Kid, Kid he's, Rock. He's a, he's a poser. He's his own piece of shit. He doesn't need to be lumped in with new metal to you know to have. <laughs> Well then, then he come then then Kid Rock comes in and he sings that I put your picture away. Oh, terrible. Or that one. Yes. <laughs> it's like and what are you singing now? Just terrible. And and he, he rhymes that in that song he rhymes the same line with the same line. I forget what the line is. Yeah. <laughs> Who does he sing that with? Picture. I put your picture. Uh, Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. Crow. Maybe I got su- got like sucked into doing something like that. Is she oh, Crow's like, IRS I need work. I need work. <laughs> I need work. Yeah. <laughs> My lens army is all faded. The worst but, part of but New Kid Metal Rock, he had uh, he had what, what was Kid Rock's uh, little guy, the little guy in Kid Rock's group, Josie. Josie. And he would come out, and he would he he's not alive anymore, right? No, Kid Rock's know. midget has died. <laughs> okay, that's the name of this episode, by the way, Richard. <laughs> Kid Rock's midget has died. <laughs> Craig's shaking his head. It's <laughs> like no. I gotta edit this I, out. I believe I believe we uh, have retired that term from our modern lexicon. Probably. Uh, Probably. Uh, but that's what the they were worst, calling him at the time. The worst part of new metal for me was seeing all the like legit good metal bands either being told by their label that they had to do it or seeing dollar signs in their eyes put on Adidas track shoot track suits and start rapping on their next album. <laughs> and then you're like, oh dear, oh you've jumped the shark. You you yeah, went not... for the money pit and it didn't work out for you. Crazy town. Butterfly sugar, baby. Come come, my lady. You're my butterfly sugar, baby. <laughs> I'm just seeing what other albums are coming up as right. new metal. Yeah, Death go for tones. Deftones. Deftones is good. I like that. Uh... good. Nothing Face is a good new metal band. Spine Shank's second album is really good. Yep, Spine Shank is up on this list here. I like the, the, the first two Slipknot albums. The, the funny thing is the, the episode that I edited last night, episode 10 from season four, which we recorded in November, we discussed new metal on that. Yeah. <laughs> we discuss it all the time because it keeps freaking coming we're, up. We're, we're a new metal podcast. It's also yeah. an integral We chose of, two like, 1997 albums this week and the, yeah. obviously new metal is going to come in. <laughs> anyway, do we have anything more to say about Aquarium? Just that you guys should keep listening to it. it. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, I I might even. Like, it was surprisingly... If I need to, I don't know, pretend that I'm living in a cartoon world, maybe. If you need to cheer yourself up, work yourself up on the drive home. Yeah. Or just go for a drive and come back home. Yeah, that's that's a possibility. Drive around your block. (laughs) All right, so do do we want to do Curve Vile or do we want to do Craig's Bullshit? Hey, my bullshit's awesome. We're going to talk about it. There, I made the decision for you. All right. Let's talk about it. Woo! So I picked the 2015 album Psychic Warfare 
by the long-running American band Clutch. their 11th studio album they've been going since about 1993 um they've gone through a bunch of stylistic changes they started out more on the heavier side then in the 2000s went more blues i wouldn't say country but kind of more in that vein i suppose americana rock you could say and then with the album before this which was earth rocker they returned to a bit of a harder sound um It was a bit of a toss-up for me between Earth Rocker and this, but I chose Psychic Warfare because it has um, a few of my favorite Clutch songs, like A Quick Death in Texas, Son of Virginia, and X-Ray Visions. Um, Clutch is a weird band. They're from Maryland, but You wouldn't guess they have it. a they have a lot of science fiction lyrics. A lot of Philip K. Dick is sprinkled over their work. Um, One of their, the title track, or I think the first song in their latest album is all Blade Runner stuff. Um, so yeah, there's an un unexpected amount of science fiction for what you would think would be more like a Midwest flavored band. Um, Mid Midwest, Maryland's like Maryland's right by on the, the East uh, Coast. yeah. I have no idea my American geography. <laughs> it's Baltimore. the eastern, western, northern side. You know Baltimore? Yeah, I don't know. I know Baltimore. That's the biggest city in Maryland. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't care. They're, 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 it's close to Washington, D.C. All right. Yeah, whatever. certainly not near Indiana. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Or Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Is it Appalachian? No, it's not Appalachian. I don't know idea what Maryland's culture can be it's described coastal. as. Coastal? Yeah, it's coastal. All right. All right. Um, Clutch has been pretty solid. They have a great discography. Um, I think I also chose Clutch because I was thinking a few months ago... Besides Foo Fighters, what were what would you say are like the biggest American rock bands right now that are still going? I was trying to look through my head of like, okay, probably the Killers. Um, the but then I started drawing a blank of like, well, who else is pretty big that's still touring that has been around for a few decades? And Clutch came up. I thought you chose Clutch because I hate them. Uh, that too, because I wanted It, to change it your did mind come on Clutch. up in a previous episode, yeah. Yes, I did want to change Steve's mind on Clutch. Because I, you I had accidentally the Wimp. saw Clutch when they opened for System of a Down. Yeah, and you had a bad experience. Like my bad experience at Wimpy's in Oakville when I was a teenager. And that has completely set in stone my opinion of that franchise for the rest of my life. Ever. I've I've started You go to to hell, come Wimpy's. around. <laughs> I've started to come around on cake after my uh bad experience with with that band. I love Was cake. that the Edge Fest experience? Yeah. I think Were that was you a there? legendary. I, I Were was you there. there? Yeah, Mike. Mike was there with me. I was there when when they they started whipping stuff at the stage, and then Cake just walked off stage. Well, because Cake started joking about coming and stealing Canadian water, and Yeah. how we wouldn't put up a fight, and whatever. They were bad mouth in Canada, Yeah, and in, in front so in front the of crowd, a big crowd. Yeah, on a hot yeah, day. yeah. <laughs> Probably inebriated crowd, Yeah. too. Oh, But we and, also and we they also were. saw saw Simple Plan, which was cool. Oh yeah, Simple Plan played that that day. Yeah, Eric and And they can do it. yeah, uh, Goldfinger was great. We I played that. I wish I've seen I wish I'd seen Goldfinger Pretty sure that's the one that Goldfinger played at. It was a good show. 
Yeah. Anyway, Steve, what did you think of Psychic Warfare? Did it change well, your mind? Did, was Craig successful? If, honestly, the first time I listened to it, I was like, this is garbage. Because it's the style of music is not my cup of tea. I don't care for that heavy rock sound. I think I, I, earlier I mentioned I I want to like Danko Jones, but I can't mm-hmm. because I think because I, I think I think the guy is cool, but I think his music sounds like ass. And I, I feel like I think Clutch, that's a fair comparison. Yeah, I feel like Clutch is kind of a similar sort of music. I did enjoy their lyrics. I thought they were uh, I thought they were interesting more or less lyric wise um so and the the more i listened to it the more i kind of got accustomed to its sound the less offensive i found it so hey there you go not as offensive as i initially thought it was going to be that can that can go right on the album put that right on the album cover i will count that as (laughs) not as offensive as i thought it would be Stephen Stephen. 2023. <laughs> yeah, Neil Fallon's a really good lyricist. And I think the other good quality that Danko, Danko Jones is a really good comparison for our clutch that I'd never thought of before. But I think not just sonically, but also like both Danko Jones and clutch have this like bravado and swagger mm-hmm. that comes off from in their vocals and just like the attitude of their songs. And if that's if that type of attitude is not your thing, like it can be yeah. a non-starter and I can, I yeah, totally it, can get it, that. and that's like the first time I heard clutch, I was like, first I heard this album specifically, I was like, this sounds like Danko Jones. <laughs> um, and it's not something I care for. And, and I, I am literally scarred from that clutch concert. And I guess speaking of new metal, I went to that assistant, the down concert. <laughs> uh, what, what year were they touring toxicity? 98? 98 or 99, yeah. Yeah, so that's when I saw them. Mm. Um, and, like, the people who were there for System of a Down and the people who were there for Mindless Self-Indulgence, who was the other opening band, all had a, a very specific look to them. Uh, you, you, you know, the, the kind of faux gothy sort of artsy funny colored hair people you know lots of piercings stuff like that the people who were there for clutch were every last one of them business bros that's <laughs> so weird it was like there was all like button down you know dress shirts and roll, roll up the, roll up the sleeves oh weird yeah that's and and, really and, and all they wanted to do was hurt everyone around them because Clutch was still fairly underground in 98. Like, maybe their third album had come out, but, like, they got no radio airplay in Canada, maybe more in the States. Um, I yeah, saw. I'd, I'd never heard of them. Yeah, I saw a couple of their videos, but only on Loud at midnight on, like, a Saturday. So I don't know where, I don't know how business bros would have found it out. It was this, the like, weirdest group of people. I was like, where the hell did these people come from? And. So strange. They were not okay. <laughs> they they got to punch out and then go punch someone. That's also weird because, like, at that point of Clutch's career, they were still kind of stonerish too. Like, they have an awesome song on their second album called Space Grass, which is exactly about exactly what you think it's about. 
Um, oh yeah, it is. Yeah, one of Clutch's best songs, and it's like their vibe was very much like self-aware, kind of silly and stonerish. So that it's very much does not jive with like country business bros There's, who want to fight people. There's, there's one thing that's lost on business bros, and that's irony. You're not yeah. Kidding. <laughs> yes. yeah. This is true. Yeah, it, it was it was not a cool crowd, and that that is tainted clutch for me ever since. That and their music. That's so, unfortunate. So, just a quick side note, just to build on what me and Richard were talking about before, uh, the band's playing the main stage at that particular Edge Fest, mm. July first, two thousand and two, in Barry, Nickelback, <laughs> Cake, oh, yeah. Finger Eleven. Goldfinger, Default, Seven Dude. Dust, Simple Plan, Ooh, and Jerry dust. Cantrell. Ooh, Jerry oh, Cantrell. Yeah. 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 Boggy Depot. And then yeah. I remember on the second stage, Cust Custom was playing. I remember listening yeah, to I heard Custom that. playing. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> anyway. Are we still recording? I just got a weird it, like pseudo. The, 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 the Discord like... keeps popping up and saying it requests us to reconnect and then it reconnects. Oh, oh okay. I haven't got any of that. All right, we'll see oh. how these uh, the recording files turn out. It might have been Mike dropping out rather than Craigbot. Mm -hmm. Craigbot doesn't say he stopped. Yeah, you still. I can still see the bear with its microphone. That uh, that that particular Edge Fest, I'm I'm so glad I bumped into you at it, Mike, because yeah. um, I'd gone with a, another an old friend who I met through uh, my good friend Malcolm, and. Um, He's a cool guy, but he uh, he had a, a group of friends there that I will say were the most lame people I've ever met at a concert. Uh, and they didn't they didn't want to do anything. They were just like sitting in the shade under a tree. Like, there's a stage over there with music and performers. There's like, word. no, there's too many people over there. I'm happy. What? Here. Come on. So I was like, <laughs> so I was like, see you guys later. And I just went wandering. And I bumped into Mike and his group of friends. And I also bumped into some other friends, too. I think Ian Edwards and John Thon were there, if you remember them, oh, Craig. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, there was a few other few other people I bumped into that day. But I mostly hung out with Mike and his friends. At that time, Mike and I were housemates in university. Yeah. We had a wall of beer cans. Yes. At the end of a very long street <laughs> on a very steep hill. This is yeah. true. Um, so my thoughts on Clutch, uh, I've, I've gone into, I went into this knowing nothing about these guys, just that, just sort of what Steve's comments were on and, and, and sort of Craig's reason for picking it. Um, I really liked it. I was, uh, I was impressed by the music. Yeah. I had a, I had a fun time listening to it. Um, it, it was just one of those bands that I knew nothing about, but I just enjoyed the, the music. I think that the quick, what was it called a quick death in Texas? Mm -hmm. uh, yep. was probably my favorite track on there. I thought that was that was really interesting to listen to. Business but, end of a Winchester rifle. Yeah. So it was cool. There was a lot of really cool instrumentation in there too. That I, I liked how they were how they incorporated some of their the guitar solos and stuff that um you don't hear a lot of anymore. So I like I liked what I there was like a seven minute track on there too that sort of kind of went all over the place. Son of Virginia. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is this is going to be like I'm going to be in this one for a little bit of a ride. So you know, <laughs> sit back and put on the headphones, and off we go. Um, yeah, I liked Clutch. I'm not sure if I'm necessarily going to want to check out too much more of their their other stuff because um, 
don't know if I like them that much, but <laughs> I like I liked what I heard. Yay! I will also yeah. count that as a win. Yeah, I, I really liked this album too. I, I might and you you mentioned that the album prior to this is similar, so I might check that out. But I really liked what they what they did here in terms of you don't hear a lot of like hard rock bands that have as interesting lyrics as they have. That's something Agreed. I really enjoyed. And um, it's good hype up music. Like I really enjoyed listening to it while driving. Um, the opening of the album, I mean, the affidavit is uh, just a little short intro thing, like talking, but uh, like a skit type thing. But it goes right into X-Ray Visions, which is fantastic. It's yeah, a good track. And very fun. Um, Firebird's great. Quick Death in Texas. Sucker for the Witch. Like those first uh, three real songs or four songs are uh, really good. Um, the and whole then it just Colossus kind of got stuck in my head a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good deep cut from late from the second half. Yeah. It, Decapitation Blues is good. <laughs> that one was funny. <coughs> Clutch is good. Which I, which I, I read that that's a reference to an injury that the singer had. He was decapitated? He, no, <laughs> it, he, it, he, he exaggerates a little bit. But he'd, he'd had a, a, a neck injury that uh, could have been worse than it was. Interesting. Not to cap. Like, no, no, not that bad. <laughs> there were, there, yeah, he had a, a, a neck injury that, if it had been worse, could have severed his spinal column. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. One thing about yeah. the, the, the tracks, none of them were that long. And the album wasn't particularly long either. No. So uh that that is um sweet mercy check out some clutch shows folks it's all right Start with the essentials playlist it's... on your favorite streaming service yeah and i think you had uh played some clutch for me before craig like years ago yeah. i don't remember it that much but i remember the name it wasn't it wasn't uh foreign to me also um instead of Honestly, check out the essentials on a favorite streaming service. That's bullshit. This show is about albums. Check out their best album and listen to it. I don't know it. what I would say Clutch's best album is. <laughs> I would say it's probably either this or Earth Rocker. The two after this album are good and have good songs, but I don't think our overall are as strong as this one and the one before it. So you like this this sound? They're they're like hard rock, energetic. Yeah, but, and they've continued yeah. that. They've continued this style um, since then. Okay. I mean, honestly, this the 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 sound, the sonic quality of this music is what I was expecting. I thought it was going to sound like this, and it did sound like this because this is what I remember them sounding like. <laughs> Last Steve but not Steve. least. Yes, I, I, I did a raspberry. Yeah. Last but not least, Richard, you did some Kurt Vile. Yeah, I chose Kurt Vile. And, and Kurt Vile is an artist I discovered, I think, last spring. Um, somebody, somebody I know recommended it to me, and I checked it out, and I was like, yeah, this guy's good. Um, this is his sixth album, Believe I'm Going Down. Um, he came from i forget what what was the band he was with previously anyway he was with a band that was mild, moderately successful 
and then he left to do his own thing in the earlier 2000s, 2005 or 6 timeframe. Uh, this album came out in 2015. It's not his most recent, but it's it's a more recent one. And uh, I wanted to share it with you guys and see what you thought. What did you think? I liked, I liked it so much. I got I'm an Outlaw played at the beginning of one of our weekly all company meetings. <laughs> nice. Yep. That's nice. So cool. <laughs> There's two meetings, two meetings every week or every week, sorry, my employer that we have songs played in front of. And I have pretty good rapport with the person who runs the Thursday meeting. So I am sort of the DJ for that meeting. <laughs> right. This is a good album. I like his like stream of conscious lyrics. I like the guitar tone. It's fantastic if you need a bit of chill. A plus. Would Kurt, would Kurt Vile again? I I agree with uh, if you need a bit of chill. It's fantastic. Um, I found that uh, pretty pimpin. I'm an outlaw. There there were pretty strong tracks. When he got started into dust bunnies and that's life though. He's he's really he's really Bob Dylaning hard. Like it feels yeah. like he's really he's really going hard on that. And then like all the way down to right near the end, I feel like one track flows into the next without me noticing them changing. Oh, like I all, that too. I felt that it way all has too. a very similar <laughs> sonic quality, yeah. and they don't. It's not mm. memorable until Wild Imagination, which yes. is a friggin' Killer track. Yep. Yep. That's a great song. Agreed. Mm-hmm. But there's, agree, there's a lot, there's a lot with, of filler. <laughs> I agree with, with all previous statements. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I also felt it was a, a, a cool album to just sit down and close your eyes to and just kind yeah. of relax and listen to. Um, but, but I listened to it a lot too. Yeah. But the statement about a lot of it kind of blending together into one song, uh, I agree 100%. Which is, guess, which is funny because... It's bad, but it's just, it wasn't memorable. Yeah, yeah it's which very is much funny a vibe. Yeah, the, the, mm. the, the, the general sonic quality of this album is something I appreciate a lot more than I did Clutch. But the Clutch album, each song was distinct. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, Clutch never became background noise. It was always right in the front of your brain. Uh, which is a good quality for an album to have. Uh, this one is definitely receded to the back. Like you could have this playing while you're doing something else. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there'd be no problem mm-hmm. with that. You could be you could be kicking back, reading a magazine. You could be cooking, whatever. <laughs> I put I put it on a fair amount while I'm working. It doesn't. I did uh, cook to this. It doesn't bleed into your brain too hard if you're if you're thinking about other things. Yeah. Um, and and like you said, Clutch is right there in your face. And when I listened to Clutch driving to work, I probably got to work two minutes faster than when I was listening to <laughs> Kurt Vile. Nice. Yeah, you and you gave fingers to everybody. Oh, absolutely, everybody. <laughs> now, when when Kurt Vile was on, like his like his strong tracks were really strong, though. Yeah. And they're yeah, all good. 
the last three, at least Nothing on wrong. the edition that Apple Music has, because I think we had a discussion that we, mm -hmm. either Richard and I had different track lists, but mine ends with Wild Imagination at 12, then Believe I'm Going Down at 13, and a No Faders version of Bad Omens last. I found especially That's the, no the Amazon and iTunes pre-order bonus tracks. Yeah, yeah, that got migrated to Apple Music. We. Yeah, that's um, what I have too because I'm also Apple Musicking. Thanks, Tim Apple. Um, yeah. yeah, I found the last three were really good, especially like the the guitar that he the electric guitar tone he uses that has a bunch of echo on it. Wow, love it, beautiful. I didn't hear that crap on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, me either. You got the plebe version. <laughs> Tim Spotify wasn't able to help you out. <laughs> no. no. No, it's Sven Spotify. <laughs> Sven Spotify. <laughs> oh, I, I, what I need really, really needed to help me out was that guy from um, Tom from MySpace. You know, everybody's yes. friend. Everybody's oh, friend. Tom Tom. Oh, did Tom he have a name? Right? Did he have a last yeah. name? Yeah, that yeah, was just Tom. <laughs> I figured Tom from MySpace could help me. <laughs> I'm so confused. Yeah. Oh, there was. You were ever on MySpace, Greg? Nope. Well, only there was, to visit band pages when they had like uh, advanced tracks. If you if set you up your were, own page, yeah. They, yeah. You if you were friend. on MySpace, it, you if you set up a page, you got an automatic friend, oh. and it was Tom. He was <laughs> he was the creator of MySpace. He was yeah. the creator of MySpace. He, he just generated it so that everyone was friended by him automatically. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> a nice thing to do. <laughs> he was everybody's friend. I feel he could help me out. Good job, MySpace Tom. Anyway, yeah, I I enjoyed the album. Um, I don't have a, a ton to say about it because it was good. It's chill. Is there it was a, good. Is there a yeah. lot of variance in Kurt Vile's discography, Richard, or is it more or less um, this? It's it's more or less this. It's all it's all pretty good. It's all pretty listenable. It's all uh, similar sound. Cool. He's he's got his he's got his thing, and I would say every album has a couple of pretty solid tracks. I would say Pretty Pimpin' is his most saw like really stand out track i like and that's why I, and that's why i chose this album but um yeah everyone you'll find a couple of solid standout tracks and then the rest of it is just like very listenable Ooh. groovy word all right shall we uh shall we choose other albums so that i can finally put something else in my rotation yes we can and we're clutch <laughs> So let me just put down the date here. too enthused about that, Steve. Be a bit <laughs> enthused, but not too enthused. Um, so I there. am going to be the first to reselect an album we did in the original run of the show. No! Oh. But for a good purpose. To fill in a crucial gap in Mike's musical knowledge. Okay. What are if we I don't like do? it, it's done. No, you will like this. Okay. Um, <laughs> Steve's leaving I the show. Oh, no. For a fact, you like this album, Steve. We are going to do Throwing Copper by Live. Oh, I fucking love Throwing Copper. Yeah, it's a great album. <laughs> throwing Copper. Okay. This is a this is a crime that Michael has not heard the full album. We are rectifying this. Is this it's... the one that has uh, Dolphins Cry on it? What is it? No, called? it's one that has Lightning Crashes. On lightning it. Crashes. Okay. Yep. All right. It's and it's it's a much better album than its singles too, and its singles are good. Yep. Cool. Great album. Yes. So I can do mine. Um, sure. 
I've been kind of jumping around back and forth, and I thought it would be just hilarious if I told you guys, if I was like, all right, everybody, uh, you know, for, for the next time we record, I want you to listen to 1998's Kid Rock album, <laughs> you know, Devil Without a Cause. Um, I, I, but I think, I think Steve's head will explode. Um, so what I, what I actually decided to go with um, was uh, an album that um, I've been listening to quite a bit recently um, because this particular actor has uh, been making actor. a bit of but a bit of uh, of a uh, comeback on uh, 30 seconds of Mars. No. <laughs> okay, good. Cause Jared Leto is apparently a pedo. Kind of <laughs> oh no. It's just what we need. Um, Jared Peter. No, it's, 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 it's because of, it's because of Jack Black's success with Mario movie right now. I want to take Tenacious, Tenacious, Tenacious 2001 Tenacious D self-titled album. Yes. I yeah. love that album. Love it. That's the one we're yeah. so excited. Before, right. Hmm. Yes, that has Wonder Boy. Yep. Yes, it does. It does. It's got, uh, it's got, it's got Kibasa. Tri- tribute. It's got Kibasa. Oh, it's got tribute. All that stuff on it. <laughs> and and the the drumming by Tena- uh, for Tenacious D is uh, is Grohl, Dave Grohl. Right? Yeah, Dave Grohl's oh. good friends with Tenacious D. So I love Tenacious D. Dave okay. Grohl is good friends with everybody. This is true. This is true. Like, yes. can you think of anybody who says Dave Grohl's an ass? I, I can't think of anybody who would say that. Never heard seems, of. Seems like a good guy. Agreed. All right. Who's next? All right. I guess I. I guess the pressure's on. Don't. I got to pick. I, I can go. I know what I'm choosing. All right. All right. Go so, for it. let me let me uh, give give Richard a couple of seconds by building a little story for everyone. So, <laughs> um, I have tickets to go to Classic Bowl on May 27th. Okay. And see. Oh, wait. Uh, I should know what's playing there. I've Should seen you? this advertisement. I live. I live near that classic bowl. You live up there. Winston I thought you live farther Dundas? south. I thought you live farther south than that. I do, but we go in that area like all the oh, time. Oh, okay, okay. It's near Costco. Yes. <laughs> Wait, there, are, there, are, there are there are bands that play at Classic Bowl. Yes. Yes. Oh. Wait, I, I'm still. I wasn't around, and, and people didn't go see Flock of Seagulls, and I was really angry at them. Uh, it is. Information Society, The Grapes of Wrath, and um, and Strange Love, the a Depeche Mode cover band. <laughs> Whoa. Be gr- I know, right? It's gonna be great. So I, in honor of that, I'm choosing Now and Again by The Grapes of Wrath from 1989. It is a classic Canadian album. Grapes of now, Wrath. And, now and then. Now and again. And again. The Grapes okay. of Wrath are like the Northern Pikes. They're one of those CanCon bands. They, they like very much a are. A little bit, a little bit before I became aware and started listening to popular music. Yeah. Um, hey, this Richard, is, the this pressure's is their, on, my friend. This is their big album. It's got all the all the all the big tracks. <laughs> are we doing Venga Boys or what? We're doing Fleetwood Mac's Rumors. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. That's a big album that I've never listened to. <laughs> Oh, you're on. All right. I had to, I had to flip a coin, and the coin came up. Fleetwood Mac. Ah, what was the other choice? Uh, Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros uh, Street Corps, because I picked it up on Record Store Day on Saturday for their twenty for its twentieth anniversary re-release. Excellent album as well, okay. but I wouldn't say it's as good as Rumors. I mean, keep, r- keep rumors that in your list. 
Rumors is one of those albums. Oh yeah. I guess on all those 30 albums to listen to before you die lists. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. So, so we've got uh, throwing copper by live. We have tenacious D by tenacious D uh, rumors by Fleetwood Mac. And now and again, the graps of the graps, the grapes of, of wrath. <laughs> this is a solid lineup. This is going to be good listening. Yeah. So see you guys in mid July and we'll talk about it. <laughs> we can, we can record this episode. Before. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do we have to stay for like 10 years with clutch and, but you know, go and, and only spend two weeks with, the, with, with these albums. No, <laughs> Prime. Weeks. Prime. Weeks. You know how it'll work. We'll plan for three weeks and then we'll have to reschedule a couple of times. Something will come up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be good. <laughs> That's how these things go. Yeah. I'm happy you okay. got better though, Steve. I know it was a while ago. As, a, as opposed to dying. Yes. You know, it, it, it helps. <laughs> this is actually Steve version two. He was body was transplanted into a clone. And uh, yeah. And, this clone has, and the clone has a stylish beard. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I've been okay. using a beard softener. Oh, <laughs> I know. How, how intense am I? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, let's stop this recording. Yeah. <laughs> do, do we do we need to like uh, close it out? Anybody got any, any words of wisdom to our listeners? Thanks for coming out, folks. Tune in next time for those albums we just mentioned. It'll Thanks for coming out. Guaranteed. Guaranteed.